In this universe, there is one great energy, and we have no name for it. People have tried various names for it, like God, like Brahman, like Tao. But in the West, the word God has got so many funny associations attached to it that most of us are bored with it. When people say, God the Father Almighty, most people feel funny inside. But according to Buddhist philosophy, all this universe is one tatata. That means 10,000 functions or 10,000 things, one suchness. And we're all one suchness. Now that means that suchness comes and goes like everything else because this whole world is an on and off system. As the Chinese say, it's the yang and the yin. And therefore it consists of now you see it, now you don't, here you are, here you aren't, here you aren't. Because that's the very nature of energy, to be like waves, and waves have crests and troughs. Only, we, under, being under a certain kind of sleepiness or illusion, imagine that uh, the trough is going to overcome the wave, or the crest, the yin, the dark principle, is going to overcome the yang, or the light principle. And that off is finally going to triumph over on. And we, shall I say, bug ourselves by indulging in that illusion. Gee, supposing darkness did win out, wouldn't that be terrible? And so we're constantly trembling and thinking that it may, because after all, isn't it odd that anything exists? It's most peculiar, it requires effort, it requires energy, and it would be so much easier for there to have been nothing at all. Therefore we think, well, since being, since the is side of things is so much effort, you always give up after a while and you sink back into death. But death is just the other face of energy, and it's the rest the not being anything around that produces something around just in the same way that you can't have solid without space or space without solid. Man, you really don't like it. I'm worried about you. Remember when we were at Outback and I told you I thought I was Oh, allergic. Oh, my God. Allergic to beer. And oh, my God. Are you having an allergic reaction well, right just, now I'm on just... the podcast? Yep, I think you're going to keel over. I'm not going to. No, I'm you good. Oh, my God. You can't even speak. You don't need to treat them poorly because of their beliefs, even if you completely disagree with them. Uh, and we've said this before. You do not have to agree with someone to be kind. Yeah. Them. young high schoolers smooching in the back of eight mile <laughs> so funny you know hey tess hey eric how's it going it's going very well <laughs> how's your day been you've been off today right i have mm -hmm. i have been off today mm -hmm. um that's all i got <laughs> i didn't do anything productive yeah that, that's the best kind of day off well, i would say no, i like to get stuff done on my day off but i um i had this i had this like weird i slipped on the ice you know it's been very snowy and icy mm -hmm. up where we are 
and I slipped on the ice last week, and I fell on my leg, and ever since then, my legs really hurt. Oh, no! It's okay. I saw you walking. I saw you take the stairs. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Like, I didn't break anything or pull anything, but it's kind of sore, and so I've been trying to just stay off of it. So I look around my house, and I'm like, I should really vacuum, and then I'm like, and then my leg will hurt even worse. So I've been just trying to stay off so of my leg. So falling on ice, probably not a thing you're loving. <laughs> that was not. It's yeah. definitely not going to be mentioned uh, in the stuff that I love so uh, guys, you are listening to Same Team, y'all. This is episode number 22. 22. Right? Yeah. Uh, my name is Eric. Oh, my name is Tess. Thank we're drinking you. alcoholic beverages because we're over 21 We are now. officially over 21. Uh, this is a podcast <laughs> where two librarian best friends uh, seek to make the world a better place uh, by uh, talking about things we love, uh, tales from the library, and uh, important life lessons along the way that we've learned because uh, it's all about your perspective, right? That's right. And speaking of adult beverages, are we drinking the same beer right now? We sure are. Okay, what uh, for our um, cool beer drinking friends, uh, our cool beer, beer drinking listeners, what are we drinking today? Uh, we're drinking uh, from 5050 Brewing. We're drinking their Eclipse Stout. And if you are a... Woo! Look at you! It's <laughs> a very flavorful beer. Um, mm. And... If you are a cool beer drinking person, then you know that Eclipse, uh, 50, that 50-50 Eclipse comes in many different varieties, which you can only tell by the color of the wax. Yeah, it was really cool. Apparently, it's a secret code, <laughs> yeah. right, that they release at the beginning of the year. Yeah, because they put out all of the uh, Eclipses with different colored wax to say what kind of variety they are, and you have to be in the know mm-hmm. to know what variety you're drinking. And we are drinking the coffee variety, which I think is pretty pretty clear once you taste it because i think it just tastes mostly like cold brew coffee it tastes like someone took like a sack of coffee beans and just like whacked me right in the face <laughs> like prison yard style like kapow, coffee in the face but i will finish this today which is the highest praise i can give a drink for a new listener oh we clinking again clink again clink to me clink to, clink to me finishing Thank you. For new listeners, um, I do not drink uh, many adult beverages at all, even though I am well over 21. <laughs> uh, and I should say, too, uh, we were talking about our cool friends that drink beers. If you don't drink beers, you're cool, too. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah it's cool. It's cool to drink beers. I it's would cool say, to not drink beers. I would say drinking any liquids is cool. Water is very important. Yes. Yeah, fluids are, are good for you, and you should drink them. Or vampire friends. Blood. <laughs> Same team, y'all. Same team, y'all. That's exactly right. Um, should we just jump right into the stuff we're loving? Let's do it. Cool. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. Okay, Miss Tess. Now, I was telling you this earlier. I had, if you're looking over here... I've got this uh, oh wonderful gosh. list of notes over here. You have so much um, stuff. And on my way driving over here, I got a text from a friend talking about something that it's a last last second <laughs> addition to my uh, things that I'm loving. I'm just going to jump this out right just now. Just do it. So um, at date of recording, today's the 17th. Uh, Nintendo of America. Oh. If you've heard of, have you heard of this already? I've, I've heard of, no, I've heard of Nintendo. Have you heard of Nintendo? <laughs> have you heard of this uh, Nintendo? Nintendo of America, the video game company, um, just released a uh, Nintendo Direct, which is like one of their like uh, online press conferences. And uh, oh. it just happened like as I was leaving work, like less than an hour ago. And all they said beforehand was a cryptic, 
it will change the way you play. And we're Ooh. like, all day long, I've been talking to my friend John, who works at the library with me. What could they be talking about? What can they be talking Aww. about? Hi, John. Yeah, I love John. He's a great guy. John is the freaking best, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, Oh, God. Can we talk about John? Yeah, just um, uh, watch out for him. No, he's uh, he's a Gryffindor, I think. We were talking about houses. Yeah. Oh, but wow. he wanted to be Slytherin. Well, of course he did. I remember we all took the test, and I think he was either a Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. I was talking to John today about being an adult, because he's like a younger man. He's like early 20s, you know, and he was talking to me. He said the only thing he likes about being an adult is that he can drive. I was like, there's other things. You can eat ice cream whenever you want. Um, But anyway, you're getting sidetracked. Anyway, the conference happened. I got texted by all kinds of friends. Nintendo, and this is going to be hard to describe, but I'm going to try, and I will end up tweeting this out. Uh, for our listeners to see this, if you can tell them, I'm, I'm excited. I'm visibly shaking right now, Tess. Yeah, you are. I am. Okay. I can, I can vouch for it. They're going to be, in April, making these cardboard kits that you, you they're perforated, and you put them together, and then you connect your Nintendo Switch to them to make a variety. I know, it's it's insane when I say it out loud, to make a variety of different things to play with. This sounds like an April Fool's joke. It looks like an April Fool's It is coming out in April. If it was any other company but Nintendo, <laughs> I would think, for example, it's like a cardboard, almost like a cardboard piano with little cardboard keys, and you put your Switch down in it, and you actually take the, there's two things on the sides called Joy-Cons, you take them off and you stick them in different parts, and it plays the piano. Like, it's interacting with the, it's basically your cardboard cutout interface thing that you're putting together interacts with the game in unusual ways. What is it called? This phenomenon. Oh, I'm so excited! I don't even know. Give me one second. So a when, friend like, texts me. When someone texts you, did they just say like, "Hey, there's gonna be like cardboard things"? I will tell you what my friend told me. She texts me back and she said, "Nintendo has gone mad with power." <laughs> it's called Nintendo Labo. Is what it's oh. called. So if you guys want to search for it, it's called Labo. Nintendo Labo. I'll tweet it out. Uh, what's that Twitter handle again? Uh, our Twitter handle is at. <laughs> Same team, y'all. You know, it's 22 episodes. You'd think I would remember what the Twitter <laughs> handle is by now. It is hard to describe, but I've only looked at the little trailer once. But um, apparently there's... And she also texts back, I want to live in a cardboard Nintendo house <laughs> and live inside of it forever. I don't even know what these are. I'll show you the video later, but it's it blows my mind. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It is. That's the thing I'm loving. Last minute edition. I guess Nintendo and cardboard DIY things you put together... And interface with video games in a way I've never seen before. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> and that's been your your last second edition. Do 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 do. Boom. How about oh? How you about don't, you don't <sighs> have to finish that, man. <laughs> I I clinked. I'm gonna finish it. Um. What other things? What are you <laughs> well, loving, Tess? Why don't you hand no, that to no, me? No, no, no. I'm finishing it. I've got a tea that you made me that I'm going to finish. Yeah, why don't you drink that instead? <laughs> um, I've been, uh, one of the things I've been loving, I was supposed to talk about it during our last episode, and I forgot. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We got, I think we just got really excited talking about Star Wars, and I, I forgot to talk about my last thing I was loving. That's okay. It carried over to this week. Um, are you familiar? You gotta be familiar with the website Pottermore, mm-hmm. which is where you go to find out what house you've been sorted into. We've been talking a lot about houses. This is probably why it's been on my done by on my brain because yeah. I just recently read Pottermore put out three ebooks. Uh, 
not last year, I think the year before last. Um, and they're, uh, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I am okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just, n- I'm nodding to your story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm processing, I'm processing your fancy cool guy beer. Oh my god. Yeah. I think you're done processing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna nurse this tea now for yeah, a couple minutes. Um, uh, anyway, they put out these three books. They're by J.K. Rowling. They're uh, so they're canon uh, information, and it's all like background stuff. Uh, so I'm gonna give what you what kind of background stuff? Well, so I'm gonna give you some spoilers <laughs> for the books. For the books, but the books have been out for like the past. Can you just get them through Pottermore? Um. Well, they're only available electronically. Okay. So, um, but like, can I go on Amazon and buy like yes. a Kindle edition? Yes, okay. you can. That's what I did because I just got a Kindle for Christmas. Oh, what? Um, what type? The Paperwhite. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got that for Christmas. So this was like my first, uh, like ebook purchase was <clears throat> these, and they were only I think like two ninety nine or one ninety nine. These Paramore novels. And um, hold on a second. You don't look good. <laughs> Are you gonna throw up? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm fine. You knock it off. Tell me about Pottermore. Okay, man, you really don't look good. I'm worried about you. Do you remember? Yeah. Or are you having flashbacks to that time you drank that beer in um in what's its face? Here, what if I hide all the beer here and you'll never see it again? <laughs> this is riveting podcasting. I by know, the way. So, right? Tess, do you remember when? And you we- can edit this all out. Remember when we were at Outback and I told you I thought I was oh allergic? Oh my god, allergic to beer! And oh my god, are you having an allergic reaction well, right just, now I'm on just... the podcast? Oh my god, Amanda, can... if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> what can I do? What can Freya, I do? When I pass, carry on the podcast. Oh my god, no! What can I do? You fi- tell me about. But you had, but you had beer last time you were here. It's something with the different types of beers. I no. don't know, man. No, no, no! Look I'm really you. worried you about look, you. you. Look so like stressed. What? What if you eat like Test. some bread the or first rule of podcasting or some water? The show must go on. No, I'm fine. I'm drinking this. I'm drinking this. Pause it. Pause no. it. No, no, we I record can't. until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Pottermore. I can't now because I'm worried about you. Time. No, you're gonna die. Uh, drinking this tea will make it better. No, pause it because we need Listeners, to call Amanda. Make the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm telling you. Tell me about these stories. No. Where can listeners find them? <laughs> you are so funny. Where can listeners find them, Tess? Oh my god, dude! I cannot podcast with you if I think you're gonna keel over. I'm not going to. No, I'm you. Good. Oh my god, you can't even speak. I can. You're having a full blown allergic. I am totally right now. fine, Tess. Look at you. <laughs> is this a new segment? Yeah. Do we need to write a song? It's yeah, here real quick. I'm just gonna Google like what to do if your friend's allergic. So what do the three books tell <laughs> what do the three books tell you about um <laughs> What do you do if your The friend, backstories if your if your best friend <laughs> is Also add uh, same team y'all at the end of that Google having search. Having an allergic Reaction to beer. Should do you let's want- see what so let's see what comes up. Beer allergy, mm. symptoms, causes, and treatment. I'm gonna click on it. 
Here we go. All right. It's very rare. So you're... you're... <laughs> it's basically a superpower. Tess, I am totally fine. I'm telling you. I'm good. What are symptoms? Flushing? Are you a flushing? Hives? I don't know what that is. Sneezing, hoarseness. Mm, tightness of the chest. You're having that. Oh. I will tell you what will cure this. Uh-huh. I have a dying curiosity about these three books, Tess. Wait, hold on. Let Look me see what you. it says. Oh, my goodness. What it says to do for you. What does it mean? Okay. What can I do, though? I think it's just time and drinking. Water, sure? not beer. I'm going to sure? finish that, by the way. No, you better not. <laughs> I'm going to finish that, by the way. I clinked on it. You know what happened? You must be allergic to a specific ingredient because, like, maybe some kind of yeast or something because, like, you weren't like this last week. Okay. It says an over-the-counter antihistamine would help with mild symptoms. Do you have an over-the-counter antihistamine with you? <laughs> like in my bag? Yeah. No. All right, maybe we should go um, get you one. Time. I'm telling you, it just has to get out of my system. I know, but So, like... if there's any new listeners, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I don't... This isn't a regular... This is a special edition. <laughs> a special edition of Eric Dies on the podcast. Tell me about this. I am feeling better already. I'm feeling great. No, you're not. I am. T- I don't believe Tess, you. Tess, come on. Tell me about those three bucks. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't go on. Well, Tess, yeah. you know what I completely forgot while you're looking up symptoms of beer allergies? Yeah. I completely forgot that we received a very interesting tweet. Oh, did you? Yeah, we got a very good tweet from our friend, Miss Kirsten, who had, do you remember a couple episodes ago when you talked about, um, I think it was a mom or a grandma, I think it was a mom, who was, uh, she found out that one of the story time themes was going to be knitting coming up. Do you remember that? Oh, wait, I did see this mm-hmm. tweet, yeah. Yeah, she found out that it was going to be knitting, and then she was, she questioned whether or not her son would be interested in it, and then you said... Come on! Knitting's for everybody. Knitting's for everyone! (laughs) Well, our good friend, Miss Kirsten, um, gave us a tweet and gave us two book recommendations for young boys, actually all about knitting. I've got them in my hands. Yeah, I'm a librarian. I've got them both with me. Uh, One is called Knit Your Bit, a World War I story by Deborah Hopkinson, and it's all about how, I guess during World War I, in Britain, there was a big push for everyone to start knitting, um, socks and other like uh, warm bits of clothing for um, soldiers <laughs> during <laughs> World, World War One. Dude, do I need to call an ambulance? No. You need to talk more than I am, though. That okay. would help me out. All right. Here. Knitting. Here's the second yeah. book. And it's uh, this one's called Ned the Knitting Pirate. It's about a pirate who knits. I didn't actually read these, so I don't know. Um, I read it. I'm and gonna, it's, it's... Don't talk anymore. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, looks very cute. It's got very uh, good illustrations. 
Um, yeah. The plot of the story is that Ned is um, one of the pirates, and the pirates sing the song, and they're up. They're not upset with him, but he likes to knit, and they're not like super proud of him for knitting. But then by the end, I'm gonna guess. Spoiler that it alert! All turns around the knitting. Then. He ends up knitting a large blanket that he throws over a sea monster, and he saves the day. And they all end up knitting a new sail together. So, so it ends up okay at the end. Anyway, Thank goodness for knitting. These are both two books, I guess that boys may enjoy. I guess that's why she gave them to us because the show that knitting's for everyone, right? For pirates. And young British boys. And this knit your book, uh, this knit your bit book is actually cool because there's a lot of good uh, back matter about, I guess, actually it was a big incentive for like uh, everyone was supposed to be knitting to try to get soldiers uh, nice woolen socks and woolen clothes that they would need when they're in the middle of the uh, World War One and over away from home. And there's these adorable pictures of look at all these little these, these young men knitting uh, which is very cool. So thanks so much, uh, Miss Kirsten, for your amazing suggestion. So now that was just buying just enough time to get whatever's in my system out of the system. Look yeah, at you. Do you you're really so, feel like that? You're so concerned. Yeah, I feel I feel so much better now, Miss Tess. You, are you experiencing chest pain? <laughs> no. I Be just have honest. A, I'm being honest with you. I just have a tightness of my throat. And as everyone knows, that's not that important anyway. Your throat. <laughs> Yeah, it only, like, stops you from breathing and stuff. I'm so much better. Yeah. Tell me more about these Pottermore books, please. All right. Look at you. Uh, I feel like I almost killed my best friend. Yeah? Yeah. So, that's probably not a thing you're loving. That's not a thing I'm We're loving. We're in the wrong segment, then. I know. Do we have the stuff that we hate song? You know what's funny is Amanda was telling me that she wished that she had a segment called Stuff That Amanda Hates. Oh, yeah. Brett wants that segment, too. Yeah, I know. That's the opposite of this podcast, though. I know. So, it's about perspective. We learned I probably shouldn't drink that beer anymore. Definitely not. In fact, I'll never, ever let you drink beer at my house again. You got me all excited last week because you asked to drink beer. I asked for the coolest beer you ever gave a person. Right. And then this week, you take one sip and you go into anaphylactic shock over here. Well, <laughs> I'm a complicated man. I don't know what to tell you. You feeling okay, Tess? I'm okay. No, I'm I, not. I'm a better. Tell me about these books. The listeners are dying. They want to know. Uh, all right. Talking about dying up in here. <laughs> Look at you. I'm Look at you. I'm not going to I'm not gonna die. Dog. I'm not going to die. If I do die, Freya, carry on the cast. It's my final wish. Oh, my God. Tell me about these books, Tess. Okay. Here, don't have any popcorn either. Just don't have anything. I'm just going to keep drinking non-beer liquids. Well, you you brought that tea to my house, so it's probably, if, if you die from that, it's on you. No, no, no. It's whatever's in that beer. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling much better now. Okay. <laughs> um. So, the Paramore books. There it is. Yeah, okay. Written by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's and it's like background stuff. So it's like, um, if you ever wondered why the kids take a train to Hogwarts instead of just um, port keying themselves Because of the hobos. <laughs> or um, uh, doing the flu network or something like that. She explains that. And she goes into the background of a lot of the characters that she created that she, like... Um, you're good. 
<laughs> like uh, Dolores Umbridge, she gives like a whole backstory to her. Oh, and why she's terrible. Yeah. Um, Although we are in the zone of no judging, why she is um, dangerous yeah. for children. Yeah, it's okay. You could say she's terrible. She's pretty terrible. She, I think she does some pretty like irredeemable things in mm-hmm. there. But you do find out like what uh, motivated her to do those things. So it was interesting. And um, uh, some information about um, just some other stuff, like all kinds of. It answers a lot of like little questions that what people are the might books have called? had. Like, is it a story, or are they like textbooks? Um, they're they're sort <laughs> of all. They're just um, they're almost like vignettes, and all of them are only like sixty to eighty pages long. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. So they're like mini, mini books. Mini books. Yeah, little mini books. Um, and there's one one that's just about Hogwarts. And then there's one that's about um, like heroes and villains. And then there's one about uh, magical politics. And uh, but anyways, they I thought they were really cool. Um, and it was one of the stuff that I was loving. That's really cool. There are a ton of books in other worlds that are like that. Like for Star Wars, for instance, right? There's tons of books that sit down and explain like, I don't know, how Gungans built their underwater city and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to see that approach for uh, Harry Potter. Yep. Thing you're loving. Yep. What are Should the I do another one? What are the names of the three books? Um, I have to look them up on Goodreads. Oh. Um, you clearing out how to uh, beer allergy symptoms yeah. to get there? Um, great podcasting. Like, I didn't think you were going to ask me the titles of the books. <laughs> I brought, look at this, I brought books. Just, I know you did. You're a lot more. Well, uh, yours are ebooks, so you probably brought them with you. I just don't see them there. You're invisible. a lot more uh, prepared than me. Well, you were off today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, Hogwarts, an incomplete and unreliable guide. Okay. Was uh, one of them. And then there's um, short stories from Hogwarts of power, politics, and pesky poltergeists. And then there's another one called short stories from Hogwarts of heroism, hardship, and dangerous hobbies. And I think that one was my favorite. Um, There's a whole section in there about Professor McGonagall. And like what she was like before she, uh, before we meet her in That's the awesome. in the Harry Potter series, and I find out that she is, um, of course, she's of Scottish descent, and she's related to um, a fictional character named Isabel Ross, and uh, all of my family, most of. Uh, my mother's side of the family is uh, from Scotland. You know what? Um, you mentioned that on the it, cast Yeah, before. in Clan Ross. Uh, that's how we're related to Betsy Ross. And so I like to pretend now that I'm related to Professor McGonagall. <laughs> Maybe in a way you are. The whole time. <laughs> Fictionally. You need to start getting those square rim glasses that she always wears in the movies. The, Maybe um, I'll turn into a cat. Even though she wrote all three of them, mm-hmm. uh, is it under a pen name or are they nope. just her? Okay, so they're not like they're not like fake textbooks in the world. No, and you know they're just uh, Pottermore presents these these little things, and it's just a uh, little background information for for I guess like true fans of the series who uh, have uh, you know questions about stuff. Like if you ever wondered uh, what was uh, Remus's remus lupin's life before he showed up uh, on the train oh that's the third cool book. yeah yeah like what had he, what has he been up to uh when did he get bit by a werewolf you know 
Um, you find out some information about his relationship with Tonks. And so, I don't know, it was cool. I, I like liked that. it a lot. Well, also, it's kind of cool, too. They're not too long. So, it sounds like they're pretty, like, yeah, filled with some good info. You read it and you move on with your life. Exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, so, then, if you have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, what's so funny is I've, I've, I've been reading a whole bunch lately. Oh, actually, good. I've been knocking books off left and right uh, due to some schedule type changes. Um, that I might talk to you about later in Freya Watch. But next thing I'm loving is um, I have, uh, I got a new clock recently called the Today Clock. And um, it's by a man named Scott Thrift. He's the one who created this clock. He made a Today, and then he also made a clock called the Present. And um, it's, so the Present, it's a clock that doesn't have any numbers on it. It's kind of a, got a rainbow design. You might have seen it in my house before, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's over there. Now I've got the today and the present right next to each other. But the deal with the present is that the clock face represents one whole year. So the a hand moves, I guess it basically ticks once a day. So you'll see the hand slowly move. You'll technically never see it move. But you bring me water? Yeah, you need to flush system. Thank you. Oh, that system. It's going to get flushed. Um, but the, the present clock, it represents one whole year. So like you won't even notice it moving. And then you'll like... Spend a month not looking at it and go, oh, it moved a little bit. I'll show you the clock next time you're there. And I'll, okay. I'll tweet out an image of both the present clock and the today clock. Um, but it's really cool uh, that it takes a whole year for this hand to go around. The deal with the today clock, it's basically a 24-hour uh, clock with straight up representing noon and straight down representing midnight. So it kind of goes around without numbers, you know? Uh-huh. It's It's beautiful. <laughs> That's the stuff you're loving. I am. They were both started as Kickstarters. Um, and uh, Scott Thrift, uh, when I bought Today Clock, I was supposed to get it December of 20, 2016 was when I was supposed to get it. But he had a number of setbacks because you're basically buying like an art piece, you know. And uh, he had a number of issues getting it made. And um, I'm sure he had to refund like a lot of money. But I held in there and we got it eventually. And he seems like a generally super cool dude. I imagine he's very much on the same team y'all page. Like, I imagine he gets it. Do you do that a lot, fund Kickstarters? I spend more time uh, looking at Kickstarters uh-huh. than I do funding them. Yeah. I, that's only the third Kickstarter I've ever funded. We funded one that's like a baby hammock for Freya called the Crescent Womb. Uh, that she lays down, and she is for really little babies to prevent them from rolling over in their sleep. So she's outgrown that. And then uh, another one is I have a set of prints in my in one of my rooms called the Origin series, where they're kind of like really um, like stylized, simple, like minimalist imagery of the origin stories of different superheroes. And that's pretty much ah. all they've funded. But yeah, the two clocks are amazing. It's hard to kind of like describe like why I love them so much. Yeah, but they just. They make me so happy is what I'm saying. I feel like Alan Watts would be into those clocks. Well, I think the idea is that we, we've invented, like, humans, human humanity, we've invented this idea of, like, calendars, right? And, oh, it's a new year, so we should change something about ourselves, right? Mm. Oh, this is, oh, not today, but tomorrow, right? Mm. But, I mean, the idea is there is no today or tomorrow. It's just now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the present clock is ah. supposed to help you understand that. Same thing with the today clock, but the today clock is for those of us that may want to see the hand move. (laughs) My dream, I'll tell you my dream. So the thing is, Scott made these two clocks. I think he almost killed himself getting the today made out the door because he was doing most of these by hand. Um, But um, my dream is if he was ever to do a third clock, is to have a clock that goes, so it's one rotation every 10 years. 
which means I would never ever like I would like Freya Freya would go to elementary school and I'd be like oh it moved a little bit you know like that (laughs) that's my dream but I don't even know if that's possible with like gears I don't know how engineering works so that's the thing I'm loving Mr. Scott Thrift if you're listening uh I like your clocks a lot buddy (laughs) clock making has got to be one of those things that's sort of like a dying art too don't you think probably I I really don't know now that there's just like clocks on everything like there's a clock on your phone and a clock on the computer and yeah I think his well I, I also forgot too while I was talking about it um, if you are interested I'll tweet out images of both the pre- present and today clock but his website is called Time and Color uh, his whole thing is like thinking about time in a different way is what he's trying to convey with these two uh, timepieces mm-hmm. do you have another thing you're loving Miss Tess I do um, it's uh, <coughs> kind of weird <laughs> whoa. <coughs> Oh my god, this is the moment <laughs> we're going to capture it on on recording. What's weird, Miss Tess? Are you okay? I am, I am. Okay, do you need some more water? No, I think I had too much water. Just oh, then. oh, okay. God, now I'm drowning you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do This is an amazing right. podcast thing, this right, by the way? This is the first podcast that doubles as a final will and testament. <laughs> oh god, this is like the worst night of my life. Thanks is it? Yeah. No, we're podcasting together. I know. It was fun until you started dying. I've been looking forward to this day all fortnight. I know. Tess. I was too. And now it's here and now I'm sad. Such a weird cast this is going to be. <laughs> the title will be Eric Almost Dies? Question <laughs> mark. What's the weird... By the way, keep in mind that your weird thing that you're loving comes right after a clock that I love that only goes around once a year. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess it's really not that weird. Um, <laughs> and we are in the zone of no judgment. We're in the zone of zero judgment. So, you know on YouTube, um, people have channels... And sometimes they, like, will post videos of their reactions to things. Have you yeah. ever, have you ever, uh, are you familiar with this? I watch a lot of them for trailers, like, reactions to, like, the go. first Batman v Superman trailer, reaction to this, reaction right. to that. Right, so, like, your favorite Ooh, YouTube. There's probably thing. a bunch of uh, reaction clips to the Nintendo Labo stuff. Yeah. Tess, when I show you this video, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a YouTube channel called Weeboo Reacts. Okay. And it's, uh, <laughs> this is YouTube personality. His name is Weeboo, or at least that's his YouTube is name. Is he a robot? Uh, no. Um, he's a young man. Uh, and Weeboo, by the way, in case you want to go find him on YouTube, Weeboo Reacts is W-E-A-B-O-O Reacts, um, is his channel. And the thing that he's reacting to is music. He reacts to, uh, music videos and, um... So I, fi- I, we first found out about him, Brett and I watch his videos, and we first found out about him because he would react to <laughs> Brett and I like heavy metal, and he would react to like some heavy metal music, and um, and Brett really likes like guitar shredders and neoclassical guitarists and stuff like that, and Weebu would do these reactions, and he's really, really funny. And um, and then he we recently started watching. He's been doing reactions to whole albums, and is it like just him listening to it yeah. and then like smiling? Okay, and... yeah. So it sounds. It like... sounds. I don't know. It kind of sounds amazing. It sounds really weird. 
But I really do like watching him basically just listen to an album and smile because he listens to a lot. So we've been watching him react to Pink Floyd albums. Okay. Which, um... Pink Floyd, if you're not familiar. Thank you. I don't know uh, band okay. stuff. They were a like a progressive rock band in like the 60s and 70s and I think 80s too. They were making music and uh, they did a lot of uh, kind of like cool, trippy, very. Um, that's the th- Is it the that big prism pyramid with the rainbow? Yeah, yeah that's Dark Side of the Moon. Good for that them. Was- that's ri- By the way, that's great. That's great marketing, right? That they are like they. You know what I mean? I knew that you without even like know knowing that. the band. Yeah. yeah. Are people still uh, texting you about Nintendo? <laughs> Probably. I meant to silence my phone again after I uh, checked to see if I was going to die. Um, no, it's not. It's not Nintendo related. Carry oh, on. Okay. Sorry. Um. So yeah. Uh, but anyways, so Pink Floyd, like I said, they're a band from several decades ago they were making music and yet this young man he's like probably in his early 20s and he's listening to it and he's got this following online which are probably also young people yeah and they're now uh i guess they're probably going to listen to it through him and it just makes me happy to see young people discovering uh good music well, I think. Well, I think too. That's one of the greatest things that Guardians of the Galaxy has done, right? Oh, right. Like, I think a lot of. I think a lot of younger people and and older people, because I'm not too familiar with music, uh, like band instrument, <laughs> ba- band radio people, music bands that you think everyone should know that I don't know. Gotcha. Um, but I think the Guardians of the Galaxy has a phenomenal soundtrack yeah. and I think it exposed a lot of people to the other types of music. Definitely, you know? yeah. yeah. That cool old stuff. Yeah. You know? I just recently rewatched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, great soundtrack. But I, I do have a, a, a kind of a question because at the end, are they going to make Volume 3? Maybe. I hope Don't we they follow... Do. Um, What's his name? James Gunn on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. So we need to tweet at him. We should find out. They're probably going to make a volume three. I imagine they'll probably make a volume three. I think those movies are are pretty popular. Um, But uh, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, this isn't a big spoiler, but at the end of the movie, he's given an MP3 player. Yeah. It's a Zune. It's a Zune. It has 300 songs on it, and he's really excited about that because... Uh, if you watch the movie, his Walkman gets destroyed. Yeah. What is there, like 12 songs on a cassette or something, something like that? Like, yeah. 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 And so he's really excited. But I feel like this kind of breaks it open for other eras of music. Because well, we were it's... going off of the conceit that yeah. these were um, mixtapes that his mom made. From the him. 80s. From the 70s. Oh, I think 70s. of her favorite songs. That he got in the 80s. That he yeah. got in the 80s. And then... You know, so that's what the soundtrack is limited to, that, that era of music. But now this, Do I we feel know, like, would w- open it the up. The Zoom that he got, who gave it to him? Do you remember? You just watched this. And like, yeah, Craglin gives it to him. So, like, do we know what's like what time the Zoom came from? Um, Early 2000s, right? Oh, that's... I'm a, trying to think, like, when... That's a good question. Yeah. like because... By the way, if anyone still has a Zoom, <laughs> does that work? I don't think I don't anyone know. has a Zoom anymore. 
in the but whole maybe. world. I'm sure somewhere out there. But I just mean like actively listening to it. I think that they've kind of gone completely. Like whatever the their version of iTunes is probably doesn't exist. Right. right? Or maybe it does. Maybe it still does. Someone out know. there is still listening to a Zoom. Is someone listening to us on a Zoom right now? <laughs> oh my goodness. There's um I I did have a um uh I was uh talking to someone <clears throat> And she was like, she was talking about Quill's music and questioning, I guess, basically the lifespan of those tapes that he's been listening yeah. to and that Walkman and like, how could he possibly keep finding? He's uh, got alien technology, though. He does. But they can fix cassette tape ribbon. We can we can go with that. Also, um, but she had some she had some other point too about like how does he find new music or whatever. And, um, like, more tapes to listen to. Because there's... Here's the thing. She said there was a plot hole. Because when Rocket and um, Yandu are on Yandu's ship, Rocket asked, do you have any of Quill's old music? And she said they wouldn't because Quill has his tape. That's got to be the only tape. And That's if, what I was under the assumption. Like, if Quill has more than one tape, where are these tapes coming from? So she pointed out this plot hole to me. And then I was like, oh... Maybe she has a point. I don't know if it's a plot hole. Okay, unless but, you... Uh, thank you, because I think I can already fill that plot hole. But, well, the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book filled it for us. Whoa. Because they did a whole issue about... Um, and this is probably very, like, wibbly-wobbly, like, science. But you know how, like, the further out in space you go, like... Like, we can send radio frequencies out into space. Are you familiar with this concept? Yes. Sort of. And, like, the further out you go, the further out you'll hear the frequencies. <clears throat> well, in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic, it there was a whole issue <laughs> where Star-Lord goes out in space and records more more tapes for himself like he saw he got oh, he got like a box because he's catching them from like way back in the exactly. day exactly he got a, bo- a box of mixtapes and the further out in space he goes he can record from the radio frequency i think that's possible i thought that was cool especially and if it, they already have like ships with what like their version of hyperdrives you yeah. just zip down the road a little bit you catch the radio and waves. it was really cute because it showed like his collection of tapes like he has a whole bunch of them and some of them are just like rockets favorites gamora's favorites and that's like, actually kind of a really clever, like, science kind of thing. You I know? thought so, yeah, because I, after she said that, I was like, man, how come no one else has pointed out this gaping plot hole? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not a plot hole. Apparently, Peter can get tapes of new music slash old music, new old music, cool. <laughs> whenever he wants. I uh, Before we move on to, like, our next thing is the, is it called Weebo? We, oh, Weebo. Weebo, Weebo. reacts. The yeah. thing, I, I have not seen this, but I kind of love that because, I mean, I think it's so easy sometimes to get caught up in, like, big, not big moments, but big moments that aren't that exciting, but it's... It's nice to kind of stop and take, like, one moment to see, like, a tiny moment. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm well, in the library, and a lot of times I get busy, like, oh, I got to stack these books. Oh, I got to plan programs. Oh, I got to do this. But I'll walk by, and sometimes if you slow down, you could see a mom reading to her kid. You know? You can mm-hmm. see an older man go, yes, I found this new Clive Custler book. You know? <laughs> and, like, you miss the, those little moments are really nice and special, but you have to stop and pay attention to them. Or hope someone makes a YouTube channel that collects them for you. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, I remember, like, the first time I heard some of my favorite 
music, it was kind of like life changing for me. And so you're kind of like seeing that come over his face when you're listening, when you're watching him listen to music, you're kind of seeing him. His reaction is like that. I don't know. I relate to that. I'm like, oh man, I remember when I first heard such and such for the first time and I was like, what? I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or not, but there are clips online of like people recording their kids the first time they watch Star Wars. Oh yeah. The first time they see Superman. And it's like really cool. (laughs) Yeah. The um, I did have another uh, hard one, but it's been downgraded to a soft one. So I oh, just yeah. got three soft ones that are just quick. Three mentions. Uh, I saw the movie The Greatest Showman. It's a phenomenal musical. It made me cry the whole time. Oh really? It's not sad. It's not sad. It's just I get. I'm a very emotional man. Yeah, you are. And like, it's just a powerful. The rhythm and the 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 imagery. It was just a phenomenal movie. The Greatest Showman. Uh, Island Sushi just opened up down the road in Solomon's. Uh, no. Yeah. I, the, I do you like I sushi? I do, I do like sushi. There's a restaurant that just opened up called Island Sushi. It's a sushi joint and uh, like a ramen <laughs> place uh, oh, okay. down over in, if you're familiar with the Southern Maryland area, it's down in Solomon's. Um, I like it and I hope it stays in business. So where is I will, it down there? Do you know where is the, it on the island? Do you know where the Tiki Bar is? I do. It's like right next to the Tiki oh, Bar. It's like okay. the Tiki Bar's neighbor, you oh, know? Oh, okay. And then my last one is I've just recently started hanging out with an old friend. His name is Tim. Hey, Tim, are you listening? Um, he just recently <laughs> kind of went through some kind of personal stuff oh. that we don't really, it, it's not important to talk about, but it's nice to be able to hang out with him again. And we used to hang out like all the time and we used to have like a, a bi-weekly, a fortnightly uh, risk game session, me, oh, him, wow. and some other friends for years and then you know people drift apart and now we're um, so are you and tim playing risk by yourselves now we're, we're not no we just we, he, to be perfectly honest he came over and we just watched um youtube videos and laughed together that's cool. the thing going on in his life we didn't even talk about it because sometimes that's not what you want to do you just right. want to hang out and talk about something you want to laugh about something stupid yeah so, you do uh those are my uh three softs for the things that i'm loving you got anything else tess nope that's it <laughs> well tess do yeah. you have any tales from the library? Tales from the library, tales from the library. Read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. <laughs> I am feeling much better, by the way. Are you I'm really? I'm feeling much better. Yeah, don't, do, don't even worry Dude, about me. I'm so worried. Don't worry about it. Am. Amanda will totally understand if I die. It's oh my okay. god! She'll she be like, went, I'll oh. die, and she'll be. This is what she'll do. She'll be like, hmm. Well, he lived a grand life, perhaps two grand. That's that what, what she'll, she'll say. say. <laughs> she'll be like, I called him Icarus. He flew too close to the sun. <laughs> um, I've got two tails. All right, I've got one tail. One tail? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I've got two. Do you want me to lead with creepy or cozy? Let's go creepy first, and then we'll wrap it up with cozy. Okay, so most of our tales from the library are usually kind of like heartwarming stories or something interesting about the library field. Um, But if you've ever worked with the public, whether in a library or any other setting, you know that sometimes... um, customers or in the library field i think we do we call them customers now i used i always call them patrons customers patrons patrons. sometimes you have to be wary because whenever you work out in the public field the um, gp you have to be 
listen the general to public. the general public <laughs> uh because you first and foremost got to keep yourself and your staff safe right uh creepy we had a former you know what's so funny last podcast remember how we couldn't remember anyone named steve <laughs> oh you got a steve i have a steve i forgot <laughs> there used to be a steve that worked oh, in our no, library is he creepy well so he used to be a really nice guy Uh-oh. um and then he left the library he used to work uh as a page oh. part-time and then he came back and um he ha- was just acting very erratic and without me having any expert any expertise it sound felt and sounded like from talking with him that there was some under the influence type stuff going okay. on seemed like a perfectly nice guy but when i saw him recently he was acting very erratically and even scarier, kind of like hanging around like the desk and stuff like that. Okay. And he kind of went back in the staff. He actually found out that we were having a staff holiday party. So we had our holiday party just in January like okay. this because we were so busy in December. Yeah, that... And so he came back there and started like eating a bunch of food, which was kind of weird. And everyone was like, hey, Steve, uh, what you doing here? And he was like, it was, it's hard to describe. Like if he was just dressed and acted different wow. from the person I saw like you know, six months ago or so. Wow. Anyway, uh, and we are in the zone of no judging, so I feel like there's a lot going on in his personal life that Clearly, I don't, yeah. I will never know. But first and foremost, you got to take care of yourself and your staff. So um, we had to talk with him and be like, hey, buddy, don't go in the staff areas. Don't creep don't, people out. Don't you be know? around the desk. Yeah, kind of weird stuff. Um, luckily, nothing has come from it. We are um, putting a... Um, keypad on our staff entrance now you know to it's not just for him but it opened our eyes like anyone can walk back there it's kind of a safety type thing and um luckily nothing bad it really happened from this and who knows he's probably going through all kinds of personal stuff we don't know about that's really not even our place to know but he was acting just weird enough that we had to take precautions in this case you know um and it just goes to show that like really you want to believe the best in everyone but at the end of you also have to be um, if you see something that you think could be a sign that there's something dangerous, you kind of have to be a little bit more careful, you know? Huh. Yeah. So That's so interesting. You know, yeah. we were just talking about Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, Pink Floyd had a founding member, uh, this guy named Sid Barrett, um, and he was uh, in the original lineup of What's Pink up, Floyd. Sid? <laughs> oh, he's not listening to Oh, this. no? Is he dead or is he alive? I think Sid Barrett's passed away. Oh, well, then he's definitely not listening. <laughs> Unless you can listen in rock and roll heaven. What's up, Sid? All um, they are playing is episodes <laughs> of Saint Team, y'all. They're like, what? What? Oh, no. Um, I think he's passed away. But he, um, uh, what, what happened was he started this band and then um, he took a lot of drugs and his kind of mental state deteriorated. And he ended up not being able to continue in the band. And so they replaced him with another guitarist, um, David Gilmore, who is uh, one of my favorite musicians of all time. So um, there's that. But when they were recording, I think it was Dark Side of the Moon, that album, um, Sid Barrett showed up at the recording studio. Like, just kind of, like, randomly walked in and nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't even look like himself because... Wow. Yeah, that's what it was like with Steve. Yeah. It was shocking. And he just, he came in, I think he, they, uh, this is like a, like a, like a story that he came in, he kind of sat there for a little while, and and then he left and everyone was like, oh my god, that was, that was Sid. Um, 
So it kind of sounds like yeah. your Steve story. Steve yeah. is the Sid Barrett of yeah, the I library. Yeah, I feel bad because I, I do feel for the guy. I honestly don't know what's going on. But And there's others. There, I'm kind of cutting the story down a little short. Yeah. There are other things that happen. Not serious things, but other things that were just like, this is really weird. This is acting weird enough. And, and we, we, yeah, it was just weird. What's your tale? Yeah, yeah Sid Barrett passed away in 2006. Uh, yeah. So well. R.I.P. Sid Barrett. Yeah. Um... Uh, oh, my tail. This is going to cheer us up. You ready for this? Um, so, uh, you ever have kiddos come to the library and you do like a little field trip with them sometimes? I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. They so, get so excited. So. Whoa, you got books about dinosaurs? <laughs> Hells yeah, I got books about dinosaurs, kid. <laughs> is that what you say to them? That's exactly Hells what yeah. I say. Hells yeah. Just like that. <laughs> I'm gonna blow my whole load right now, kid. I'm this, this is a grown up. This is a child fr- or a family. I was talking about books, man. Oh, blow my whole load of books <laughs> all over this place. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, do you ever invite the kids back to your like staff area? We you have kind of like a weird. Yeah, ours staff is set area. up weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, ours is. Kind of set up weird too, but uh, we have a small library. There's not a whole lot for the kids to look at, so we've kind of gotten, I guess, desperate in the past years of trying to find something to entertain these kids. And uh, <laughs> we uh, we found out if we show them the book drop, which uh, if you know if you haven't been to a library in a while, that's okay. We're not judging you. Not at all. Um, but when you check things out at the library and maybe you come back to return them and the library's closed, you might drop them in the return Or slot. if you don't feel like walking in the library. Yeah. yeah. Or you just don't want to okay. talk to us. Ain't, that's okay, Ain't nobody too. got time for walking. <laughs> you can just drop your items in the return slot. And um, so we'll bring the kids back there so that they can see the book drop. And... Uh, Sometimes I'll ask one of my coworkers to go if they see us oh. heading, heading towards the book drop to go outside, run around to the book drop, and throw some stuff. So they, down. Can, they can see it so live. The kids can see it live instead of having to imagine what it would look like to have books right, drop in there. Exactly, yeah. and the, every single time they go, Whoa! like they literally. Freak that out. is so cool. It's really cool. Um, and so this uh, past Friday, we had a, a visit, and it was raining. And so I was bummed because I, I was uh, I was thinking, oh, no one's going to want to run out to the book job because it's raining. And it was kind of like pouring down rain. Was the old man snoring? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It's raining, it's pouring. Old man <laughs> the snoring. old man was snoring. Yeah, totally snoring. He went to bed, and he bumped his head. He couldn't get, get up, up in the morning. morning. That, poor, that poor man. That's how bad it was raining. When's the last outside? time you heard that? When's the last time you ever read that? Oh, wow. Like, I know. Years, yeah, man. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know Brian? My coworker Brian? Brian's the coolest. Great guy. Um, he was like, oh, are you okay? You look kind of bummed out. And I was like, oh, I'm bummed out because it's raining. And I really want to show the kids the book shop. Um, and he was like, he's like, what? What are you talking about? And so I explained to him. I said, you know, you know, we show that he's, he's kind of new at the library. He hasn't done this yet. And so I told him, he was like, they really like it. I said, yeah, they love it. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll go out in the rain and put books in the book shop. And I was like, oh my gosh, will you really? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, well, in fact, I can like come back and listen to like their, what they say afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, okay. All right. So, so we do the book shop. 
And, uh, and of course, he drops them in, and they're like, wow, wow, And he comes, and then he comes running back in. He's, like, soaking wet. And he, he you can hear all the kids are like, that was so cool. Did you see it? Oh, my gosh. It fell down. And then one kid goes, oh, almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my He's goodness. so excited. So Brian got to hear it. He did. That's good. He I did. was I was worried that he would. So you ever see the movie The Prestige? Yeah. So do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? So a minor spoiler: if you guys, there is a movie called The Prestige that has Hugh Jackman in it and uh, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale, and it involves two rival magicians. But there's a part where Hugh Jackman has a double. Yes. That always finishes the act. And Hugh Jackman can never experience the applause. He always has to listen to it from yes. behind the screen. And I thought that that would be like a Brian situation. Like he puts the books in and he just has to listen. And then he stands there with his arms open like. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies of all. Movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Hugh Jackman, j- just to go back to The Greatest Showman real quick. He was born to wear a top hat and tails. Hugh Jackman. Oh my God. Beautiful voice. So that's a cozy story. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you just one more. Oh. One more. Uh, then I was I was picking up the books because, of course, when our books get dropped in the book drop, we have to pick them up. We got to take them over to the, the desk and check them in and put them on the shelves. And so I was explaining this to all the kids. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to pick them up now. And there was this one kid. And he had his hand was all wrapped up. He obviously had hurt his hand. He said, he said, do you want help with those? I've got another hand. <laughs> and he holds up his other hand. And I said, I said, no, it's fine. I, sh- you know, I should do it. It's my job. And he said, oh, well, we wouldn't want you to not do your job. You might get fired. <laughs> he like, he finds, oh. uh, if, if she finds Kathy, it's like, so anyway, this woman, she wasn't doing her job. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine the little five room? That's great. Yeah. And then the only other thing that happened of note on the class visit is um, we sang wheels on the bus because yeah. the kids had just come on the bus. And um, I I have a weird pet peeve about the wheels on the bus. I don't like the verse about the babies crying. Okay. I, I just don't like I have, it. I have a little pet peeve, too. You, you, oh. can, you continue yours, though. It's okay. not the baby one. I'm excited to hear your pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. Um, wheels on the, you think the author to the Wheels on the Bus is listening right <laughs> no, now? No, definitely We not. love your song, by the way. We love it. We just have a few minor uh, concerns. Yeah, and mine is the baby crying on the bus. I just, I hate the wah, wah, wah. It's I funny. I like it because it's fun to make the wah, I know, wah, wah, and noise. kids love it. Yeah, yeah, Kids yeah. love it. So and it's true, too. So my my fantasy, my professional fantasy is to one day get through the whole wheels on the bus without a kid saying, but we didn't do the baby. Do you skip the baby? I try to, but the kids always remind me, you didn't do the babies on the bus. And so here's how I was trying to get around it this time. We did a few verses, traditional verses, we had wheels on the bus. We did wipers on the bus because yeah. it was raining that day. Oh, perfect. Lights on the bus, blink, blink, blink. Oh, I always forget about lights. Yeah, That's well, good. it was raining that day, yeah. so the kids were you conscious. you got to have those headlights on. Kids were conscious of the lights, yeah. And then I said, what if it was a magic bus and anything you could possibly want was on it? What would you want on your bus? And, like, some kids were like want a unicorn on the bus or we could play video games on the bus oh that sounds great yeah one kid said a baby on the bus ah, <laughs> and, I said, and then really? he stared dead in your face <laughs> said, he just really? stared at you i said really if you could have anything on the bus anything you could possibly anything you can make it up if you want 
Oh. She was like, 10 babies. <laughs> he said a baby. 10 babies, He said Tess. a baby. And I said, okay, and what does the baby say? The baby can say anything yeah. you want. Yeah. Oh, we had to sing about the baby on the bus. What's your pet peeve about it? Uh, it's just because I'm a dad. Um, the mommy's on the bus. Cause she, she, I would say yeah. the parents on the bus. Oh. Parents. And if you've noticed, Mr. John, our good friend, um, children's librarian and world-renowned? Nation-renowned? <laughs> yeah. Children's award-winning children's, award musician. children's musician also does that when he does uh, oh, does he wheels do on the bus. He on says parents bus? on the bus. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. One time, um, you'll love this. One time, I did a wheels on the bus, and the kids wanted to sing about the babies, so I was singing about the babies. And then, of course, they wanted to sing about the mamas. Mamas go shh 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 shh. Yeah. And then, I, and then I said, "What about the daddies on the yeah. bus?" What did the daddy say? And you know what one kid said? What? I love you. Oh! And so we sing, the daddies on the bus say, say I, I love, love you. you. That's great. How sweet is that? One story time, I added daddy. So I did I did do mommies on the bus say shh, shh And then I added, it. so I thought this was funny. No one else in story time got <laughs> oh, it. No. So just picture I'm in front of a bunch of parents and their kids. And I said, the daddies on the bus go, I love changing diapers. I love changing diapers. And no one else laughed. I oh, thought it was the funniest thing ever. That's great. Yeah, no one liked it. Oh. Well, you know, sometimes you got a bomb. To each their own. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> What's your uh, last cozy tale um, the yeah, Just, uh, I had started a new program recently called the Video Game Club. It's basically I set up a bunch of old video games and the kids play it. Um, play, I had old NES. Uh, I had a Nintendo 64, that kind of stuff, and they really enjoyed it. But I've also started another thing. So you know how we keep we keep track of statistics of how many people show up to a program, mm-hmm. right? But that's tough because it's like, let's say only, for example, this program only like five kids showed up and like mm-hmm. three adults, which if you just count people, it looks like, well, that program. That bombed. It bombed, yeah. right? But we're not about just like getting butts in the seats, right? Right. We're about helping people either learn something or have a fun experience or realize the library is a fun place to go to. So I've put together this binder um, and on this, in this binder, each page says uh, simply uh, enjoy yourself today. Learn something new. We want to know if we've helped you and your kiddo in some way. Let us know. uh, Let us know so we can continue doing awesome programs. The idea is that let's say we only had five kids show up to a STEM program, but the, some of those kids learn something from it, right? Lights or shadows that I would have something in my hands that ah. would count as a statistic. It's yeah. the, uh, was it the qualitative? Thank you. Which is really hard it. to get. Yeah. So I did that. And so I got a few comments, actually. Um, Con- um, Mr. Connor, he said, very fun. Not enough game systems. Oh. Only flaw. Oh. 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Connor. What a great review. Uh, young Michaela says, very fun. Hope to play more games next time. Um, and a parent said, very fun time for all. Uh, grown-ups learn stuff, too, while the kids socialize. Ah. We all need more of that. Yeah. Thanks. So it just shows that, like, I only had, like, five people show up, but they I've got proof now. Like, I can, I'll can i probably put this into a spreadsheet or something. Yeah. So that um, I can show that it more happened than just five people showed up, right? That's great. Yeah, and I'm hoping to have this out when we start, so our story time start up next month. I'm hoping yeah. to have it out there and just at the end of story time, just be like, hey, by the way, if you enjoyed yourself, please put it down here because I hear stories all the time about like a mom, a mom will tell me saying something like, my daughter used to be too shy to do anything. Yeah. And she comes to story time and now she knows the songs she opened up and it's because of the story time. Mm-hmm. Or my kid's really doing great at school 
And I'm convinced it's because of story time. Yeah. That's amazing. But if we're just clicking heads, it doesn't exist, right? right? You know, so I, I'm going to refer them. And at the bottom, it says, if you if you have a longer comment, because it's just small boxes. Yeah. Feel free to email me, and it has my work email. Cool. Uh, we would love to hear your story. So I'm really excited about this. Um, not that it's, it's a game changer, but it's nice because it also gives you, like, we know that our jobs are important, and we know that we're making a difference in kiddos' lives, but it's nice to get, like, that yeah. kind of, like, just even if it's one sentence saying, like, hey, I love yeah. that book, or this story time, you know, X, Y, and Z. But anyway, I'm, I'm really excited about it, so. That's awesome. It is. Very cool. Hey, Eric, do you have a free watch? Yeah, I do. Um, Freya <laughs> is, I don't want to jinx anything. So what do you do when you don't want to jinx something? Knock on wood. That's glass. Here, here's a... Here, Give me that it. stool. Give me that stool. Thank you. Uh, Freya has started sleeping through the night. Hey. Yeah, I uh, don't want to brag, but I attribute it to, well, two things. Um, we have started doing a pretty solid bedtime routine. Okay. And also, we had a couple days there where um, she wakes up. And we know she's not hungry because she just ate a bunch. And she starts crying. We let her cry, you know? Mm -hmm. And for like three days or so, that was... Not that she cried for three days straight. (laughs) But... uh, Because Freya doesn't cry too much. But, you know, she's a baby. That's how she lets you know she needs stuff. But um, for three or so days, she would cry a lot through the night. And um, thank you. More water, please. Um, But... uh, So we did that. And now she's doing really well. You know, our bedtime routine... Starts, uh, Amanda typically, uh, works like a, uh, uh, like a three to ten kind of schedule or a four to ten schedule. Um, so she usually has Freya all in the morning and then my mom, uh, will watch her for a few hours before I come home and then I have Freya and then at 6.30 starts our bedtime routine and what are you doing over there? You use some crackers. Oh, I don't know but, if I want crackers. But it might soak up the bad stuff in your stomach. But if I can, if I'm having like tightness of the throat, you think crackers is a good idea? Oh, all right. Here, let me take one. Also, it doesn't sound good for podcasting. All right, I'll stick it over here. Yeah. I just don't want you to die. I th- I'm better now. Here, let me take another step. <laughs> I am feeling better. I am feeling better. Um, but anyway, sleeping through the night because of our bedtime routine and a few days letting her cry. So that's a short little Freya watch, but uh, it's really important. Our bedtime routine. Oh. You want to know what the bedtime routine is? Of course I do. There it is. Yeah, we watch it at 6.30 uh, on the dot. 6.30 on the dot. We watch an episode of a show called Word Party. Okay. It's uh, on Netflix. It's uh, about uh, four babies. A baby wallaby (laughs) named Kip. A baby panda bear named Lulu. A baby elephant named Bailey. And a baby cheetah named Franny. And uh, they end up learning new words, and they always end up having a word party, and they sing oh. songs. So they're only like twelve minute long episodes. Word party, yeah, word party. Do they sign. They don't oh, sign. Okay. No, they don't sign. Um, but that's they sing songs okay. about. I wish there was a version of word party that's about signing, because usually each episode is about like uh, there's a few words that they there's a big robot that shows up called Word Wally, <laughs> and the kids are one of the lyrics of the songs is "You're the big kids, we're the babies." Teaches all the words you know. Ready, set, let's go. Uh, Word party. Word party. Yeah. So we watch an episode of Word Party. Then we read three books. Then we uh, take a bath. Freya takes a bath. I don't take a bath. I take showers in the morning usually (laughs) when I have time. Uh, We brush our hair. (laughs) 
we put little ear we put the i think i mentioned this on the cast the earwax drops yeah yeah put the earwax drops in her ears um we yeah like i said we brush her hair to get the tangles out we lotion her all up so she doesn't get too dry give her a big old bottle and then she goes to sleep. So sleeping through the night. She's been really great too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. And this concludes. <laughs> that didn't sound very enthusiastic at all, Tess. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic about Freya. I just want her to have a dad at the end of this. <laughs> I know, right? She would pipe. Do you ever see the movie Kill Bill? Oh my god. You ever seen the movie Kill Bill? Yeah, she'd come after me. She'll be like uh, the daughter at She's the beginning like, of that. Like one day, <laughs> one day she'll come and get you. Frey, if I do die, don't kill Miss Tess, please. That'd be mean. You're, she's going to be your co-host. <laughs> hey, Eric, you look like you learned a life lesson this fortnight. I did, Miss Tess. My God. <laughs> I did. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> My god. My god. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, I got, I got, I moved wow, on. Wow, I got, you well, I, all your I know, here. I moved on my notes when I thought I was going to die. Um, anyway, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm just joking, I don't think I'm going to die anymore. Um, <laughs> so guys, I know we're, we're running late, but that's because I was dying, so I thought I, we had a little bit of drama at the beginning of the cast, but uh, we're better now, right Tess? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're all better, it's all good. Uh, so life lesson. Uh, I've been writing a lot lately, and I've been listening to a lot of Night Vale. Night Vale is, I've already mentioned this on the cast, the perfect podcast for nighttime and early morning running when it's very cold and it's very dark and it's very still out. And uh, if you're not familiar with Night Vale, welcome to Night Vale is a podcast that's about a city uh, where creepy things happen and sometimes cozy things. Yeah, and um, a lot of it seems kind of like random things that happen, but a lot of times there's something kind of like really thought-provoking that they say. And um, there was a kind of a storyline involving a um, a homecoming game had to be canceled because one of the players uh, was determined to not be real, like they weren't a real person. And uh, since he wasn't real, I mean, you can see him and you can touch him, but he's just not a real person. They had to cancel the homecoming game. This is the kind of thing that happens fairly frequently in Night Vale. Um, But um, as I'm running, um, welcome to Night Vale podcast. Uh, They mentioned that Coat Al-Mujahid argued that it is unfair to discriminate against someone based on their reality, which is kind of meant like a joke. But for some reason, I'm running, it's like, you know, 6.30 in the morning, I'm running in the middle of the, you know, the dark. And that struck me as really, like, thought-provoking, because if we think that, like, if all of reality, like my reality, your reality, is like our perception, right? Like how we perceive our environment, the people in our lives, right? Our jobs and ourselves, it's um, our reality. And people that view things differently than us um, may be very differently from us in very important topics such as equality or race or who should be allowed to get married or who should be allowed to do this or where should funding go or any of these really big topics. That's their reality, right? And uh, I may not understand why someone would think that way. Like I, even something small, 
I still don't understand how someone wouldn't enjoy The Last Jedi. <laughs> but someone's reality is telling them that it's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Or an affront to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Even if I think it's a wonderful love story to Star Wars. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that we all have our own perception of reality. But I think we can work, and this is kind of the point of the podcast, to change that our perception, right? You focus on the good, world gets a little bit better, right? You think about what's great in your life, and you realize... Yeah, maybe it's not so bad. We were in a meeting uh, at the library recently, and someone was complaining about the Comic Sans font. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do remember We that. had someone that was very upset about the font Comic Sans, <laughs> which is a font you can use in Microsoft Word. And uh, do you remember what I told this person? Oh, that if you're upset about a font, we truly are living in a golden age. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> imagine like how great your life must be if instead of having to worry about eating food or finding shelter or... <laughs> I'll tell you right now, uh, paying for thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can be upset about a font. Then we must be. Y- y- your life must be pretty good, and you're clearly focusing on something that that is making you upset that probably shouldn't. Um, yeah. What I'm saying is, you can change your perception, but I think it's really hard for you to change someone else's reality, right? Um, patron philosopher of this cast, Alan Watts, has a quote that says, uh, "People can't be talked." Out of illusions, and in this way I think he means illusions, meaning their reality. If a person believes the earth is flat, you can't talk him out of that. He knows that it's flat. He'll go down to the window and see that it's obvious. It looks flat. So the only way to convince him that it isn't flat is to say, well, let's go and find the edge. And I think in a way, uh, you can't change someone's perception, but I think you can lead by example. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the best you can do, really. I don't know how many times in my mind i've had a dream and a daydream about arguing with someone like how dare you say that you are wrong sir and i realized you know and you you know we've all done this you have that perfect argument in your head and you would change his mind and then you would both agree about the thing you argued but you know what that might not happen yeah you know yeah i feel like um eric i hope you don't mind me saying i feel like you've grown a lot since (laughs) since we very first started podcasting over a year ago um uh, back when we used to do our Pop Goes the Library yeah. podcast, because um, I I think that you used to uh, come come equipped with an argument to convince me why The Last Jedi is great yeah. or why Jar Jar Binks is cool or, or if why... someone said. Um... <laughs> something about something i came prepared yeah yeah yeah. you're like well let me tell you and i feel like actually good sir it was great and i will tell you why jar jar is great in so many words (laughs) you know yeah and uh and uh i feel like uh you've really transcended that and you've become like the guy who in the meeting says are we really talking about a font right now (laughs) yeah i know i know Yeah. Well, by the way, Comic Sans is apparently. I read an article that says Comic Sans is actually one of the more easier fonts for people with dyslexia to read. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. So, and my my dad has dyslexia, so I like pick up on stuff like that. Mm. Um, uh, also, someone came up with Comic Sans, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whoever, oh, the inventor. Thank you. I was just about to say. Can you imagine? <laughs> like right down the street is the the inventor of Times New Roman. He's like, and his wife was like, "Man, what it would be like to be Mrs. Times New Roman." Am I right? <laughs> and this, is, this guy, Mrs. Comic Sans. Although Aww. I Comic Sans has its purposes. So. Yeah. Uh, I would say in conclusion for this life lesson is a uh, 
try not to waste your time because you only have so much time on this planet Earth trying to convince someone out of their beliefs. Um, or, in my case, sometimes spending mental time daydreaming about <laughs> convincing someone out of their beliefs. Um, you don't need to treat them poorly because of their beliefs, even if you completely disagree with them. Uh, and we've said this before, you do not have to agree with someone to be kind. Yeah. Them. It's um, it's Kelly Marie Tran's birthday today at time of recording. She's oh. the actress who plays Rose oh. in The Last Jedi. And um, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kelly. Actually, I think it might also be James Earl Jones' birthday. Whoa. The voice of Darth Vader. It's, oh, apparently it's Betty White's birthday. Oh, our, produ- our producer is chiming in. <laughs> apparently it's Betty White's birthday That's as well. Oh, so many great birthdays today. Is it your birthday? It's not my birthday today. It's not mine either. But uh, Kelly Marie Chan, uh, oh, the Star Wars page on Facebook wished happy birthday to her. That's amazing. Can you imagine how the comments went? Oh, so many comments about like. Were they all positive? No, about like oh. how they didn't like Rose uh. and how she was a bad character and everything. You know what I did? I went on there and I said, I said, yay, I love Rose. And I'm listening to the Cobalt Squ- Squadron <gasps> audiobook right I've now. I've got that book at home! Yeah, I'm listening to the audiobook right now, which is about uh, Rose and Paige Tico, and it's narrated by miss tran and she does a great job happy birthday to a super lady so happy birthday kelly marie tran and don't let um don't let those haters get you down that's just that's just their illusion yeah and we can't talk them out of it yeah it's tough you can't talk someone out of it you do have to take a moment and think about so for example this was a happy birthday message and you're going to leave a comment on the happy birthday message about how much you disliked a movie. And for a moment, I was like, let me write back to that person Thank and you. tell them why Rose, Resist is, the a, urge. Rose is an excellent character yeah. in Star Wars. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to wish her a happy birthday. We, we've all read the comments <laughs> of, of a different comment, any comment section, and then immediately wanted to dive into a comment argument, which, guys, I'm going to tell you right now. There's no winners in that. No <laughs> one ever wins on a comment <laughs> argument in the comment page. Um, since you're bravo, by the way, for giving a positive message. Just like, I'll tell you. Sometimes I uh, walk, I look around on our Twitter account, which is at sameteamyall.com, and I look at uh, uh, like, for example, Ruby Tuesdays. Like, if I had a really good meal, <laughs> yeah. And I'll look in there, and their 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 uh, feed is just filled with people saying like, "This food was terrible. This is uh... bad." And then someone has to go like. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Will you mind direct messaging me? And I I like to go out and just be like, guys, I really enjoyed myself. Because (laughs) we've talked about this before. Like, if you're upset, like, usually the thing that will... The thing that will motivate you to leave a comment is, like, if you're upset already, yes. right? Yeah. I don't think people naturally, or maybe they do, but not all the time often think of this as, like, hey, if you had a good time, maybe you should leave a comment, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, That's what I've got this for. Yeah. You know, the comment binder that I'm going to be doing for my programs. Uh, my beloved husband, Brett, he likes to, if he had good customer service at a restaurant, to call the manager over. That's very and of classy. Course, that always gets the waiters really freaked yeah. out. They're like, oh, no, why do you want a manager? And then they bring the manager over, and he just tells them it's like we had a really great time tonight and it's all because of this young man or young woman they did such a great job and you know uh that's yeah that's how he likes to do that that's great i mean that's good for people to get recognized that way you know huh well you know what should we have a positivity party let's do it yeah
All right, now don't dance too much because I don't want you to pass out. <laughs> this is one of the anything. symptoms of uh, passing out from dancing too hard yeah. at the positivity party. <laughs> Guys, the positivity party is how we like to wrap up every single one of our episodes by spending a couple moments thinking about what we are thankful for in our lives and what we like about ourselves. What are you thankful for, Miss Tess? I am really grateful for my beloved husband, Brett. Um, uh, in particular, he's very, he's so sweet. And um, he knew that there were some beers that I would want to try and that they were at a store that was about two hours away. So he, um, he found his box and he undid his timesheet so that he could take a couple hours off. Oh, wow. So he could drive to uh, the beer store and get me some delicious beers. Where was the beer store at? Um, this one is in Elk, Elk Ridge, Maryland. So was it a big drive? I'm not yeah, it was about that. two hours away. That's a heck of a drive, and, yeah. Uh, and he's just a wonderful guy. Just to get me some beers that uh, he thought I would like. And he's just so wonderful. And also, today we just found out that apparently uh, he took his car to, the, um, to get service. And apparently one of his tires was like about to fall off. So I'm really glad it didn't fall off oh. while he was on this crazy beer run. Because I would have felt really awful about that. But anyway, I love Brett for many, many reasons. One of the many reasons is that he's just super thoughtful yeah. and really will go out of his way to do something nice for people that he cares about. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. That's a great guy. We, we got a couple lovey-dovey uh, <laughs> thankful things. Uh, well, mine's actually for my mom and my... Um, uh, my mom and Amanda's mom, because uh, we are in the very fortunate moms, moms. We're in the very fortunate position that many people aren't in, where we have a child, um, but we do not have to pay for childcare. Childcare can be very expensive, and from what I hear, very competitive to get into like different daycare type places. And we have a pretty sweet thing um, set up where, luckily, both of our moms live in the area. Both of our moms love Freya and are willing to help us out. Because I mean. They don't have to, you know, They're, no one says that they have to spend their time watching Freya for us and they've both chosen to do so, which is super nice. Um, like I said earlier, like usually Amanda will help Freya in the morning. My mom will watch her watch Freya for a few hours and I'll come by in the afternoon. Amanda's mom actually runs a daycare. So on longer days when we both have work, Amanda's mom will watch Freya all day, which is a huge deal, you know. Um, uh, they ask for nothing but uh, you know hugs and kisses from Freya, and wow. we are totally lucky. Most people aren't as lucky as us. So and, that's awesome. And it is very nice too. Nothing against childcare providers or having your child in a daycare, but it's tough sometimes leaving your kid behind. Yeah. You know, like going. I gotta go to work now, and you yeah. see in their face like I wanna. I don't want my dad to go. Right. But it helps knowing that they'll be with the family. Yeah. You know. Although I'm sure daycare providers are still really nice too, but it's easier to know it's it's family, yeah. you know? So guys, why don't you spend just a few moments and say something that you are thankful for. What's something you like about yourself, Miss Oh, Tess? I didn't. I didn't prepare anything again. I'm always. This is you are. Do you have a hard time? Saying I do. Something like that? I do. I have a really hard time. Here, I'll start. Okay. I'm a good dad. Aww. I think I'm a good dad. Amanda hey. tells me I'm a good dad. Freya acts like I'm a good dad. My mom says I'm a good dad. And they're the judges, right? I gotta be a good dad. So uh, I'm. Uh, that's something I like about myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Look at you, look. I love how you look around the apartment like something in the apartment uh, is going to tell you. You can, how about this? You can reuse past ones if you want. Um. You, you like that you didn't kill your best friend. I like that I didn't kill my best friend. <laughs> I mean, that remains to be seen. We got like uh, No, no, I'm feeling much better now. I'm not going to die. I don't know. It's passed completely out of your system yet. No, it's still hanging out in there. Yeah, but. that's why I'm a little concerned. So, um, I mean, it remains to be seen. But so far, uh, he, my friend's still living. That's good, I guess. <laughs> Guides, why don't you say wait. something? Wait. Oh, wait. No, you did say something. You're nice what? about yourself. I I thought, I thought you did it for a second there. You're such a good dad. I was just like, Psh, everybody of knows that, whatever. Is. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, you, as a parent, you can always think of ways you can be a better parent, you know. But anyway, guys, take a moment and say something you like about yourselves right now. What do you think of that response, Tess? I, I think that was really good. I hope I hope that you take that and just carry that throughout the day with you. A yeah. little positivity. Yeah, put it in a little bo uh, bubble and let that bubble just float around your head all day. Let it float <laughs> around your head. This has been a weird episode, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We're episode. not usually a death-defying episode. Oh my is this God. the first death-defying Same Team, y'all? I think so. You guys have been listening to Same Team, y'all, episode 22. Our email is sameteamyall at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. What are you loving right now? What's something you like about yourself? Do you disagree with everything we just said? That's okay. Yeah. So tell us what you think of uh, the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. And other things. Do you know how hard it was not to include Star Wars on my things I'm loving today? So hard. You know what's in this bag? Star Wars. Just a ton of Star Wars. I'm swimming in Star Wars. <laughs> Entire you know? Star Wars series yeah. in your bag. Uh, our Twitter handle is at same team, y'all. That's a great way to stay in touch with us. Uh, give us suggestions like a good friend, Miss Kirsten, who just did um, those cool knitting those books. Cool books. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, if you've got anything else you'd like to say. And also, it's a good way to stay in touch if we know that an episode is going to run late or something like that, too. You know? <laughs> what? It is! That's how we get the message out. Yeah. So, um... Be the change you want to see in this world. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> it's okay, Tess. It's fine. It's fine. I do have to go to the bathroom real bad, though, because I drank so much water just I then. I know, I was going to do it. That's mm. good, because we're getting it out of your system. Is that the last of the beer that comes out of my system? Yeah. Uh, what did you get from this time? Um, Eric's apparently...